Shalom, I'm Dr. Yana Sanders, and I'm inviting you to walk with me on a life-changing journey as we return to the original language and culture of the Word of God together. TheFoundationNest.com is offering a program with you in mind for those who are hungry and thirsty for the Lord. This program is called Hakan Ivri. It's found at www.thefoundationnest.com. You can click on the name Hakan Ivri and walk with us. In this exciting program, you will learn about ancient rabbinical literature that is found in the Word of God. Also, when the Lord spoke many of the teachings that He shared that are recorded in the Gospels, He referenced some of these ancient writings. You'll also understand the history behind many of the sayings that Yeshua spoke the Hebraic idioms in Scripture. We have many topics that we'll be covering, but the reports have been incredible from the people who have already been walking this path, that their eyes have been opened to a brand new way of engaging with the Lord, of seeing Him truly in His true setting, with His language, with His culture, and engaging with the Lord in such a way has brought new depth and meaning to their lives. I would love to walk this path with you. If you'll go to this website, www.thefoundationnest.com. Now that's all one word, thefoundationnest.com. Click on the tab, Hakan Ivri, and let's walk together and discover the ancient paths, again, that are unfolding in this day and this era to draw all of us into a deeper union with the person of the Lord. I look forward to seeing you there. Shalom and shalom. Good morning. This is Ian Clayton, Origin Gate Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. Thank you so much for listening to the previous four. It really lays the foundation for some of what we are going to be doing here in the next uh, little while. It's fascinating to me how the spirit of wisdom through the writing here in Proverbs through Solomon begins to lay a foundation for who she is, what she is, her function, what follows with her. And then in the scriptures here now, picking up where we left off last time, is that she starts to develop a process for us to understand who she is. I do not think that as a body of believers on the face of the earth that we have any idea of the depth of connection that she has with Yahweh through all that is associated with her journey with him. It it starts to really unfold here in the scriptures when we start start reading and picking up where we left off. um, Where we, this is now in verse 22, and it says this, The Lord possessed me. In the beginning of his ways, before his works of old, I was set up from everlasting, from the beginning, before the earth was. And and let me just just pick up around these scriptures because it's important that you understand that this isn't just a nice little passage phrases that are put inside there to make the 
scriptures seem mystical. They're put inside there purposely so you understand dimensionally her journey and how long that she has been associated and connected in union with the Father. And so if we have a look at this here, so the Lord possessed me in the beginning of his ways. The word possessed is such an interesting little little word that sits inside the scriptures here. And because we we don't want to see or we can't see or there is a lack of understanding with the humanity and the reasonings that we already have in our own mind and heart about what we believe. When we see something that is written that is beyond our belief system, that is unknown or sits in a, a realm of mystery, which is the Choshek or the darkness of Yahweh, um, we read it and we don't understand it or see it. So we gloss over it because it's one of those things that starts to make us get derailed in our belief systems about what, what we really believe with some of this stuff. And so when it says the Lord possessed me in the beginning of his ways, you have to you have to be asking questions, things like, what does that mean when he possessed me? When you when you look at the word possessed, it means to come in so close connectivity and union with one another, which you know starts to sound very interesting from another perspective. And, and then it says, she possessed me in the beginning of his ways. So there's actually a, a structured process now that she is trying to reveal to you and I here of the unfolding of who she is in creation and, and, and what went on before creation revealed itself. So let's have a look at these. So it says, the Lord possessed me in the beginning of his ways. So let's just structure this for you without a whiteboard to, to teach on. Let's structure this for you. So we set columns in front of us, extending from left hand to right hand with, with, with lines moving down them. The first column we're going to have is going to be the eternal realm of Yahweh. Remember the eternal realm. All these realms stretch into all the others. They're all folding and folded within one another, but are all completely identifiable within their own structure, within their own, own revealing of the full measure of the portion of that. So when we look at the creation we live in, the full revealing of the creation was unfolded through the eight days in Genesis um, to the point where we are now engaged in. And so the unfolding of that is so important now. For some of you, you haven't heard me teach on the on the on, on creation. There's actually nine days. There's seven days in Genesis one, and then one, and, and then in Genesis two four is the eighth day, and then of course there is the new day, which is the ninth day. So within creation realm itself we we have actually nine days of unfolding and so we are really in the ninth day revealing the ninth day to move into the other days that are still to come and so the same with this every time we read something in scripture there is a unfolding of something that is so important for you and I that we don't necessarily see it or understand the importance of what is being said so when it says so, so if we start off everything with everything as the eternal realm so there is the eternal realm of Yahweh then it says he possessed me in the beginning of his ways that is a one realm this is a realm fully complete in its own reflection of the eternal world as a small imaged portion of a measure of a new way or a way that Yahweh was unlocking to reveal creation into so the beginning of his ways is the first one then it says before his works of old another realm so you've now got 
the eternal realm. You then have um, the beginning of his ways and then his works of old. And so again, another dimensional realm of the kingdom that is or Yahweh's world or realm that he operates in that is a, a, a small piece of the full measure of um, the beginning of his ways being revealed to understand and break it down for you and I so that we can get to grips with the measure of our responsibility here within within what we have in all that Yahweh has created not just creation Yahweh created all of these realms to become a reflective point and a pinpoint that would finalize itself within creation um so from his works of old, then, he, then she says, I was set up from everlasting. So the realm of everlasting is another realm that is connected to the eternal realm that is an unfolding, an extension of that, a complete blueprint of its own, carrying the full measure of the blueprint that we can see in creation. And what creation is a reflection of is only a small portion of what is connected to the, the realm there of the, the beginning of his ways. And then it said before his works of old, so that is another one now. So we now are on, sorry, I start again. We're set up from everlasting. Then it says from the beginning. So the beginning is a realm. So let's talk about this here. So in Genesis 1, it says in the beginning, not at the beginning. So the realm of the beginning is another realm, an eternal realm that Yahweh set up again, carrying its own blueprint, carrying the informational pattern of everything that would finalize itself in creation as the smallest reflection of the eternal realm the full measure of this is displayed of course in in the in the eternal realm of yahweh but carried on down so that we can find understanding and try and get a grid for what is unlocking here so the realm of the beginning let's just talk about this so the realm of the beginning is a realm where yahweh begins to unfold creation in so that's why it says in the beginning not at the beginning so it didn't start here although the pinpoint of light which was really christ himself yeshua showing himself as the cornerstone for all of creation so that on him and through him and who he is as the word creation could be framed so of course he is also seen as the voice of yahweh the breath of Yahweh, everything that is associated with Yahweh himself, bringing the revelation of who he is here into creation and unfolding it so that that measure can be reflected in creation here. And so in the beginning, Yahweh begins to unlock creation. So the beginning is a dimensional realm of Yahweh's kingdom that creation is now framed in as the new piece of the dimensional realm that Yahweh lives in. And of course, you've got now Genesis 1 unfolding with all the seven days, which are just a blueprint of the dimensions that go before it, which is a small piece, really, of the unfolding of the beginning. So day one, when Yahweh said, let there be light, that was just the unfolding of a small portion of that contained in, in, in the realm of the beginning, in the, from the realm of everlasting, from the realm of his works of old, from the realm of the beginning of his ways. Um, from the, from the realm into the eternal realm of Yahweh, and so you have these dimensional kingdom realms that are completely open, and completely operational, and completely functional, with everything in their own place, fully created, within creation itself. Creation carrying a small portion of the reflection. Of all of those that have gone before it which is carrying the blueprint of his voice 
continually unfolding and advancing a kingdom to which there is no end. I find this this completely fascinating when we when we look at Genesis and understand here that in Proverbs eight there is a a segment in there that tries to help us understand the significance of being human, the, the uh, being a man, being mankind, and the species of mankind, and so the 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 significance of who we are. When the word says that that your your and my inheritance is all that Yahweh has created, that the kingdom is our inheritance, and that you and I have been given authority as a priest to mediate Yahweh himself to all of creation. We're not just talking about the realm of creation, but every realm that has gone before it, you and I can learn how to become a mediate and a priest of Yahweh to all of those realms, each having their own significance and their own structured process and everything that, again, if we look at creation, creation is just a structured process of everything that has gone before it. I don't know about you, but at, at, at about this point, usually when I am trying to get to grips with this, all my old belief systems of the things that I used to believe, the things that I thought were true, that were true, but not all the truth, when something like this comes along, it begins to strip naked the very fact that we don't know it all. It's one of the things that I so love about Yahweh when it says in the word that no eye has seen nor ear heard of the things that Yahweh has in store for them that love him. And and as we walk this journey out and as we process this journey out through the the realm that Yahweh has given us to walk into, we are going to find significance in our role and our function as being a priest of Yahweh. Much of what the Spirit of Wisdom did not only through Solomon's life to reveal the measures of what is available in, in relational union with her and connection to her, but also the full measure of the unlocking of the realms of Yahweh. Like we, you know, I, I grew up in a church age system and I, I thought I knew a little bit of stuff. And then I started reading this and I realized how little I even know about this full substance of the measure of what Yahweh has in creation for us especially in our connection to the seven spirits of Yahweh. And so so the spirit of wisdom here is now revealed who she is and how long she has been walking and journeying with the Father. Remember, I've said very succinctly that in creation, she chose her position of service to function in the way that she functions here in creation. It is not who she is and her representative and representation of who she is and all the other dimensions that we've just talked about here, these other five that stretch forward, that go through the beginning of his ways, from the everlasting, from his works of old, from the beginning of his ways to the eternal realm. It is not who she is. It, a little bit later on, she begins to explain more her relationship, but now she's laying the foundation for where we are going then, and, and what's actually happened, what she was an observer of which is one of the reasons I think that there is so much about who she is. It's because she was an observer of all of these things when he possessed her and took hold of who she was to walk and journeying with her through all of these things. She saw all of this, which means that she's also seen the beginning and the end, which fascinates me immensely. <laughs> then it says this, 
when there were no depths, which means that there was no way to measure distance, no way to be able to understand what distance and measuring is, no time. Then she says, I was brought forth when there were no fountains abounding with water, which means that there was no river flowing, no, no river, no movement of any of the life of Yahweh out of the beginning, out of that realm that flows from the eternal world, coming here into creation and filling it. I think that this is one of the most deep passages of scripture that I've ever spent hours and hours over. The, the, this issue of the no fountains abounding with water is the overflow abundant of a, of a spring that never ends, a, a massive overflow and upthrust from within creation itself, which really is the love of God. For me, it's the, this is the, the, the total tip point, tipping point of the love of God. It's astounding, amazing. This is Ian Clayton for Origin Gate Podcast, signing off. Hope you have a wonderful day. Goodbye.